lice. Um, there's a scabies scare. Is your in my mic life on? Couple- yes. Oh, okay. There's a scabies scare in my life a couple years ago. Yes. That's it was really, um, really that. bad for my mental health. I remember health. that. Oh, my God. What a bad If month. I hear scabies, I think of you <laughs> because of the scare. That's the meanest thing I've ever heard. Oh, you're, no. You're the only person I know that's ever had a scare. Like It I, wasn't even I my literally scabies. I didn't you know? even know what scabies. Like, it wasn't. I, like, I probably heard it before, but like. <laughs> it wasn't even yours. Like, it was just it wasn't really a you thing paranoid. that I knew about until <laughs> you like talked about it, how you were afraid of it. Well, this it is the you, worst conversation I've ever if had. It makes you feel any better. Leaving high school, I left. I think I graduated high school with lice. <laughs> <laughs> Samantha, why would you say that? <laughs> She's gonna kick us out of here, our house. <laughs> that was. Yeah, that was literally. <laughs> All right, Harishal, let's get the clippers. <laughs> Literally six years ago. Um, it's like, you know how you can't like do certain, like you can't donate blood if you had meat in England. Yeah, like yeah. I have a 10 year life <laughs> policy. If you had a small parasite on you. <laughs> if you have been or affected pest. by parasitic, well, I've been affected by parasitic insects. So <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I've been, I've been breached. Um, <laughs> no, my little sister, she's, she was like six and they had like lice around their school and I got it and we thought we got rid of it. Oh. And then that summer I realized I ne- didn't get rid of it. And she's scratching your head. It was the worst summer of my life. Anyways, let's move on. <laughs> Just letting you know, we've all been there. <laughs> Some of us worse than others. And it wasn't scabies, by the way. It was eczema, and it wasn't even uh, it wasn't even me. It was someone I knew. <laughs> I have eczema. Eczema. You got eczema. Eczema. <laughs> <laughs> got it on my leg. God damn it. Oh, Bell, refill Mr. Franklin's glass, will you? Now, when you get up there tonight, don't drink too much. Oh, don't worry, I won't. How about a whiskey and soda? Welcome to Tipsy Terror, the <laughs> podcast where we talk about our haunting phobias things that make you itch (laughs) we have talked a lot about our various like health problems there's not it's not tryptophobia like some there's gonna be a name of like a fear of the tiny bugs small i have it well i was gonna say one molly has it too any of our listeners have it i'm so sorry (laughs) it's like (laughs) parasites and crabs like yeah there's like, those are my two like i can't do it i told you about the one time a crab pinched my finger and i yeeted it into the ocean Mm -hmm. Because it scared me. That's it deserved what it got. You're very brave. You're braver than the troops. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's get I going. told you about the time I picked up a crab in a touch tank my uh, freshman year of high school, and I was like, I'm gonna get over my fear. You know, I've been afraid of crabs for a while. I was like, this is like my time to just like conquer it. I'm gonna pick it up and it'll be fine. I was like picking up this crab and I was like, not so bad. And um, then it reached around my hand and touched the back of my hand with its claw, and I um threw it into the touch tank <laughs> and i screamed and like i should also clarify i was probably the oldest person at the touch tank because <laughs> i was a freshman in Ma'am, high school please exit the aquarium <laughs> and all the nine-year-olds were like the fuck is her problem and i'm like zoo? almost in tears it was the aquarium in south carolina ah, okay. the shed aquarium oh you're the shat aquarium the shed <laughs> i almost shat myself that day <laughs> and welcome to tipsy terror the podcast where we get <laughs> okay. drunk and talk about horror movies 
And um, this is the morning after for the signal. The 2007 one that nobody's seen, except for us three. And we're the only people to have ever seen it ever. It's a great movie. It, um, Yeah, it's good. Uh, we never explain what our morning after is. And I realize that the morning ever? after... <laughs> never. Oh, we just don't on the episodes. I mean... Or have we just never... Never. <laughs> I don't... Well, I guess on we the first now one... seven, eight months in. Well, yeah, I guess on the first one, I explained, like, why I wanted to do a morning after, but we oh. never actually say, like, this is why we do morning after. Do we ever awesome. really say is, anything in the morning We after? always just open up with, this is the morning after for that, and then we talk about the episode. <laughs> this is great. I anyway, love this information. If we you're can never tell them. <laughs> figure it out if you're if it, this is your first time it's also because like the morning after is up the most recent episode for most of the week from monday to friday it's the it's like at the top of the list so like if someone finds our podcast and is like oh what's this i'll listen the first thing they see is the morning after like 20 minutes and then we open with this is the morning after for this and then we just talk about we reference something else I just thought about that recently, and I was like, hmm. That's awesome. <laughs> anyway. Oh, my God. This is the morning after. <laughs> <laughs> You're finally about to learn what we think this segment should be. This is where we're not drunk anymore, and we discuss the movie that we dr- discussed while we were drunk but in the we're last episode. during it. Anyway. So, the signal. <laughs> yeah. So, basically, it's a pun. You see, you wake up after a night of drinking, and it's the morning after. But it's morning. Like, sad. Like, horror sad. Get it? Like, death. It's a pun. Get it? (laughs) This is a whole episode. I'm not even going to talk about the movie again. Like, we talked about so much that doesn't matter, and I really just... I don't know. I I have no more thoughts. We did talk about a lot that was not really was kind of just tangentially related to the movie but also like that's kind of my goal with this podcast is to, to not <laughs> only just talk about the movie. movie when we have nothing else to talk about well know? i mean you should talk about the movie but also like well, i want to i want to have just like g- genuine conversation not like you know right. structured are we just analyzing the podcast on this episode <laughs> we're like anyway this is mercury is in retrograde so we're doing some like deep really? soul searching <laughs> Into this podcast. Yeah, it is still, right? I don't know a single thing. I'm pretty sure it still is. And this is the morning after. I dropped a whole drink on myself today and I almost cried at work. (laughs) (laughs) Mercury's in retrograde. I'm so sorry that happened. If Mercury's not in retrograde, then explain this gif. I'll tweet it out. Don't worry. Okay. She's tweeting it right now. Um, I love my... Sorry, go ahead. I was going to talk about the movie, so if you have something else. I just got a new phone and it does um, (gasps) face ID. Yeah. And so going along with fear of technology i can't wait till my clone shows up at my door and kills me i love that harish also has face id and i love when i get on his phone no, it's and not it, a face id oh it's, it's eye recognition it's eye recognition but i always get on his phone and it flashes to my eyes and i'm like you're not letting me in little <laughs> buddy yeah um anyways so uh the signal 2007 Something that I brought up at the end of the episode that we didn't get to analyze is the fact that everything about this screams that this should have been made in Britain. It's a British and movie. It should have been you. British. Everything about it screams British. If you've seen a fucking British film, <laughs> this it looks like this movie. Why was it made in America and set in 
Atlanta. Fake Atlanta. Because it's low budget. <laughs> and all British movies are low budget. That's true. Because <laughs> they're government funded. Really? <laughs> yeah, didn't we talk well, about this? British movies government funded? Not, a lot of them I don't are. know if all are, but... Um, uh, I I talked about this in um on the Kill List episode while we were watching the movie I think where um it, one of the title cards was for f- like UK Film Council oh yeah and because yeah. yeah like UK they're like public television like the BBC is all like publicly funded which is awesome so yeah um so I I think like uh, they have a set amount of money that just goes to art. Um, and that includes movies and stuff, but yeah, I, I feel like the only reason you thought that was part of it was because it, like the look of the movie was very similar to, um, 28 days later. Yeah. Well, see, that wasn't even 28 days later that I was thinking. I was thinking one kill list cause that's pretty fresh on our minds. It did remind me a lot of kill list in the way that it looked. Okay. Um, and then also Fish Tank for some reason, which is a British drama. Okay. Did I retweet that from the Tipsy Terror account? I don't know. Um, I haven't sorry. seen Fish Tank. Fish Tank is a British drama about a scandalous love you affair. Did, but it's fine. I did. Yeah. Please stop that from happening. No. Um, it's a scandalous love affair, and uh, with Michael Fassbender, and it's nothing thematically to do with each other. But for some reason, I thought of it. And I think it's just the shooting style. Like, I can't explain it. And also, all the people in this movie look British. I can't explain huh. that either. The main chick looks like Tatiana Maslini. They have BBC. Big British characteristics. They do. Like, I'm shocked that I didn't hear, like... like <laughs> Which, as we know, is publicly funded. <laughs> like, you know how Idris Elba talks? Yeah. That's how they all should have sounded. Wait, Idris Elba? From cats? From cats. <laughs> <laughs> I, that was my favorite part of the podcast was hearing us talk about the cats movie because we're never gonna shut up about it. I almost just attempted an Idris Elba uh, impression. Oh, do I, it. No, no, I can't even. I like, mean, he just has a deep British voice. He, no, I like. I can't even also try. can't tell. Like, the, here's the thing. It's like his voice is so deep. I can't tell if he's British. He's no. He's ex- well. He acts to him, like yeah. It's, oh. He acts with an American accent a lot, though. It's so, like, odd. To, well, I think because the most I've heard him talk was on SNL, oh, and I watched yeah, that yeah. just that not in the right state, and it was <laughs> so upsetting. He, what's the thing that British people do where they do the F's where the um they put an F in the wrong spot? And I can't. Buff day. Yeah, like buff it's my buff day. day. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Anyways, they should have all been talking Jason like Idris Elba. This Jason is how Statham. Jason Statham talks. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, they all should have sounded like Idris Elba and Jason Statham. And then we'll throw like and a Cockney accent. Matt Healy. Matt Healy. <laughs> um, gentle. But yeah, so I just want to get that out there and really address the fact that it's wrong that you this was made was in British. America. <laughs> you thought it should have been a British Yeah, movie. there's no point made. It's just if you see this, you'll agree with me. <laughs> so get on Hoopla. And, <laughs> and tweet and me if you think that it's right. No one's going to tweet it. me because I doubt that I'll motivate anybody to watch this. Um. So, uh, did we want... Was there anything about That's the movie point. that we actually wanted to talk about other than what we... Did we talk about the bicycle pump? 
Yeah. That's, that's the badass. only thing we talked about. <laughs> okay, never mind. I listened to the episode literally today. We um, talked. That was like the one thing that we brought up like five times. <laughs> Yes. I feel like we were worried we weren't going to talk about it. Because I just, I've only heard the beginning. Like, I'm just through the recap now. Yeah. Do we, really, do we really talk about it a lot? I mean, it's definitely like the main thing that we talked well, about for awesome. the movie. That's awesome. Do we talk about, like, actually, I think we did because I, I kind of just, I kind of remember this conversation, but how, like, the things that people were hallucinating kind of reflected what they were paranoid about. Yeah, in yeah, the, yeah I Like, about before that. all this happened. Mm hmm. Um, can we like real quick? Cause like, I know obviously fake Crispin or Crispin with another name, I guess I should call him. He was mostly hallucinating his wife, Tatiana Maslany. Um, who that's not Isn't her. Isn't it Maslany? Maslany, whatever the fuck her name is. Tatiana Mussolini. Mussolini. <laughs> it's Mussolini. Um, the granddaughter was, of Mussolini who then, was just ratioed on Twitter recently. What, yeah. um, who who hallucinates what else? Um. Well, there's the one guy who is constantly worried about people. Yeah. Um. Who he's worried about other people attacking him. The and woman like, who's just concerned about her party guest showing up. Yeah. She hallucinates she her hallucinated husband coming her back husband. to life. Yeah. And like yeah. dancing with her, which was, she was very just dancing creepy. With her husband. Like, why? Why did they make her hallucinate? Does she? Because she wants him back. Or, like, what's the deal with... Because hers was, like, a happy, not paranoid hallucination. Yeah. Hers was, like, a hopeful, like, wanting thing. And it was really depressing. Maybe... She um, also had the worst death in the movie. I that poor woman. How'd she die? She got fucking poison sprayed into her mouth, like, oh, down her right. throat. Oh, God. It was awful. Fuck you, Crispin. Maybe, um... Maybe that, like, would have turned into something if they, like, Crispin came in, <laughs> Crispin, uh, AJ Bone came in and interrupted them. So, that that might have turned into something that would have caused horrific. her to um, fight him. I don't know. What? Yeah, that was just weird. There was the other guy who hallucinated the the head, the disembodied head was oh, telling yeah, him what to do. Oh, yeah, that was crazy. I that like was that. That cool, yeah weird because we were all really worried that yeah. it was gonna go real cheesy yeah we like, okay whatever and then we realized it was a hallucination which was yeah i dead ass thought that he actually jump-started ahead and i was like there is <laughs> no way that this movie is going there right thank god they didn't and i mean it was a, it was a fun little uh, like thing like yeah. it was really cool how they made the head like work it looked really great like props on them for that um Okay, I just can't remember all the hallucinations. I think something about this movie that was really fun, and I think Molly touched on it a little bit, is there are moments where you're second-guessing yourself on if it's a hallucination or not, and it takes like a, a solid beat before you can realize some of it is. Like we just said, we weren't sure if that jump-starting the head was like real for the story or not. Mm -hmm. And there's a couple times where you're like, holy shit, is this happening? And then finally you're like, oh, thank God it's a hallucination, but also, fuck, this like other bad thing is happening at the same time. Right. And... So it's really fun that like you're not you're um, you're you're almost in it with them but you're just a step back enough to n like get a chance to realize it before they do. Right. But it's fun that the film tricks you a couple of times. Yeah. And I think that's great. Yeah, that was that was really cool. Uh I think the hallucinations definitely um had a like an interesting element to the movie that like I mean, because normally this would 
because otherwise this would have just been a normal like zombie movie kind of um and the hallucinations definitely like gave us more character uh, or more understanding of like how the zombies think essentially so um so that was that was really cool um oh something else we forgot to do we didn't do a villain ranking Oh, fuck. I only care about you two because I don't acknowledge the signal as a villain. But I was wondering if you guys would want to put the villain on there. I, I want to because if yeah. I acknowledge the Pontypool virus, then that's I should dead right. ass. And, like, that's the same reason you don't. I should. What this the is fuck? so crazy because it's like I can't comfortably put the signal in my top five, but it's essentially just as effective as the Pontypool virus. <laughs> Uh, I disagree because the Pontypool virus, I think, is more interesting because it's language based. Yeah, it's like not <laughs> something that <laughs> can be fought off by putting on a tinfoil hat. <laughs> um, so I would put this lower than the Pontypool virus. Um, I'm still trying to find my rankings. I'm going to take this silence as an opportunity to point out that Jason Derulo fell down the stairs at the Met Gala. Have you not seen that photo? No, I have. I'm okay. looking at it right now, and I knew that, and I just found it again. I would also like to remind everybody that Jason Derulo is, is in Cats. Oh, he is. So him following down the stairs is in a timeline where he had already filmed Cats, but we didn't know about it yet. No, if he filmed Cats, he would have landed on his feet. <laughs> Please don't leave the house, Molly. <laughs> <laughs> I have my villain so, ranking. What's yours? Um, it's below the oh um, I gotta remember the order that we're doing because one of our villains after this is above it. It's below the lipstick demon, and above Jason Voorhees. So that would make it one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eighth on my list. I'm gonna put mine. Under the cult from Kill List. So, uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. That's number 10 in my ranking. Okay, so around the at same. At this point, according to this thing from July 12th. I'm not going to lie. Because, like, analyzing this, I actually almost was about to be like, you know what? <coughs> I've decided to take the Pontypool virus out. But I, I just couldn't. Yeah, I this I don't think is as interesting as a Pontypool virus. This is essentially a zombie virus. The really like the only interesting thing about it is that it gives you hallucinations. Um, and like I guess the people are still coherent. I guess. Yeah. They're still. Uh, they still have their minds. Yeah, because like they go pretty, pretty crazy, pretty fast. I guess we could spend a bit. Well, how long? How much? Well, it's been 22 minutes, but like half of that at least is just talking about ticks. Talking I guess about we could take a minute. Just random. Talk about ticks, license, scabies, the and big three. We can talk about like I think a good thing is that we keep comparing it to Pontypool. So why do we consider Pontypools? I mean, we gave this a pretty good ra- rating. It got eight from you, eight from you, and six from me. Mm-hmm. But Pontypool was it's like a better. five-star movie for all of us. Pontypool is awesome. Yeah. Um, so, like, what makes Pontypool better than this one? What works? Well, uh, Pontypool, I think the reason the movie, I like the movie better is because um, it starts out, like, 
separate from the horror. It's unique in that the horror is happening happening all mostly off screen for most of the movie until it gets the to the radio station. Um and the uh the the I think the process of them figuring out what is causing this is a lot more interesting and more well done than because this in movie. this one we know immediately that yeah. it's an evil signal on a yeah. TV, and also how you mentioned it's your your it's a bottle movie like you don't leave the the radio station the radio yeah. station at all yeah so that's adding a fun element to it you're completely blind to right um oh I can bring this in at work today we were playing this game uh called uh. Every or what is it called? Keep talking or keep, no, keep talking no or explodes. nobody ex- it, t- keep talking and nobody explodes or something, which is a popular ga- party game, um, where <coughs> you have somebody controlling and you're defusing a bomb, but then you have a team of people with a manual who can't see the screen, right. and um, the person with the bomb can't see the manual, and you have to describe to each oh, other how to pl- how to do that. it. It was so much fun. Jake Gro- Jake Grove shout out for uh, making us play that, and uh, we had a lot of fun playing it and. It's kind of like Pontypool. Like we were talking about how that game is super fun because you're you're removed and it's like it's so stressful to be removed. And Pontypool has that same stress to it because right. they're they're so you can't see a single fucking thing. You're literally the same thing. You're being told that's it. Mm-hmm. So like you're um you're you're missing an element and it adds suspense to it that you wouldn't have if you were or the, the, if you were just like straight up watching it, which this is an example of. Right. Similar situation where you're straight up watching it, the suspense is almost gone. Yeah. But they fix that with the hallucinations a little bit because you can't trust what you're seeing. Right. But still, you're like ultimately a couple minutes later still getting to know like what reality is. Right. I found out I was doing some research about the crazies and I found out it was a, like the one that we want to watch as a remake and the original is a Romero movie and apparently the original is more of like a political drama. I think Not the endings are, but, like, are different or something. Yeah, it's apparently like more of a drama about like the virus and you get these like vignettes of like it happening to other people but um in the remake it's a uh, more about like the people who are affected by the Trixie virus rather than us just kind of like hearing about it and then seeing the effects right so i feel like it's a little bit similar to that like if you're kind of just hearing about it there's more of a mystery and you're like oh yeah what's that all about it's really scary right i think yeah i'm looking at it now the marketing is more like with the uh hazmat suits and stuff where you barely see those in the remake really? oh the remake is so fun though I, i'm curious to watch this romero version though i watched yeah. the trailer um for the remake it looks really good what? i just want to watch the crazies and i'll keep saying it until we do we'll get it done don't worry it's great um but that's also one where a it's people going people going crazy. insane and just killing people and it's yeah. just such a different take it's not like oh technology well a little bit but like well, i mean it's, it's about like it's language basically oh wait what are you, you talking about pontypool Pony Pony yeah. Pony yeah for it sure. like hasn't been played out at all it's like such a fresh take on a virus where yeah. er, language is something that everybody uses to communicate right so it, like everybody's kind of in jeopardy uh-huh. it's yeah. so like far-reaching how do you warn people if you can't use language Speak it's french it's baby so weird yeah it's it's so on interesting that oh i did my duolingo today like right before you guys came i've got my notification sitting on my phone to remind me to do it while we're watching the movie oh yeah i do it when i watch supernatural there you go <laughs> That's this, is your imp- this is sam blevin's specific and direct impact on my life is that i watch supernatural and do my duolingo at the same time you're welcome you can actually thank harish for the um duolingo he's the one who forced me to start 
Thank you, Harish. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, one last thing before we finish this. I wanted to talk about what we talked about for most of the actual podcast was about technology and how it's harmful or it's good or it's bad or it's harmful. One thing I wanted to bring up, which we surprisingly, I'm really surprised that we didn't get into this, is how um so technology is amoral right like a when you have like um something when something gets created as a new technology it doesn't really usually it doesn't really have an inherent goodness or badness to it like twitter it's it's just a way for people to share messages like um it's it can be good because like you can spread knowledge or uh, uh, information and stuff, but it can also be bad because it promotes um, like bad ideas. Because the guy who runs it lets white nationalists do yeah. whatever they want on and it. So Fuck that you Jack on Twitter. Yep. That's uh, my point with all of that um, was that the thing that ruins technology is capitalism. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, I mean because. That's- that's so, right. well, yeah, case in point, Jack on Twitter won't ban white nationalists because that's how he makes money. He makes money from people using his site. And then, like, a lot of these, um, <laughs> they're so-called conservatives or classical liberals, it's how they call themselves, who are actually, like, white nationalists or um, just, like, very uh, alt-right voices like Candace Owens or... Ben Shapiro or Steven Crowder, people like that who, um, uh, yeah. So like, um, Twitter will, uh, will keep them on because like it drives traffic to them. And as long as they don't like, um, break the exact rules, then, um, they, uh, stay on, which is bad. And the same thing with like YouTube algorithms, um, keep promoting like alt-right content because just algorithms uh are based on uh, well i don't know why the algorithms do that but like the reason that they don't change those and fix that stuff is because uh they get money from it like it drives their (laughs) um profit and so like the point is that like capitalism is the real issue here it's not the technology inherently that's bad hell yeah yeah so i just wanted to bring that up because we didn't yeah i guess we were too drunk to right think about that but that's a good point yeah yeah and as we see here technology is used for bad even though we don't know if it's a capitalism purpose would you say that modernity has failed us possibly I mean, hey, I have Duolingo. What what more can I ask for? Duolingo, an example of a good use of technology. Hell yeah. Free education. Globalization. Yeah. yeah. Another good example of technology is that so many people, well, we do hear a lot about like bad news and whatever. So many more people are aware of current issues and can do more to like band mm-hmm. together yeah, to and, help solve uh, those problems. Another thing about what you were bringing up about how bad news like just the all the stuff that gets promoted that's another uh aspect of capitalism like a lot of the news networks report 
on the more uh controversial or like because they just want to get views yeah yeah more views more ad revenue baby yeah and then they yeah um so it's all it's all capitalism that's running everything and capitalism is the big bad guy in real of of the real life i don't know and with that, and this is why I don't call myself a socialist because <laughs> I'm too dumb <laughs> to no, you just not, explain stuff. It's just hard to put things in words. That's okay. Um. Anyway, uh, yeah. Should we uh wrap this movie up? Yeah. Our next like a movie is gonna be <gasps> Scooby Doo. It's Scooby Doo. Zombie Island. It's so fun. We had a great time. My very uh very dear friend Johnny Baker came on, and uh, it was a blast. So. Stick yeah. around and listen to us talk about hot cartoon characters. Hell yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.